Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. talking about players well our favorite players the apocalypse and beer i'm sonia missio and this week i'm joined by no one apparently you're joined by no one are you not reading this <laughs> i do not read yes, the script i don't read the script hi <laughs> yes i'm kirsten and i i don't read things I, yeah i'm sorry everyone i'm having a really tough day and i'm drinking some tea to try try to calm down um the script does say i'm supposed to say something good from the last two weeks which makes me feel overwhelmed and in need of more anxiety which is what i call my tea um if it helps i can read you lines from last night will that help from the last two weeks <laughs> I, yeah yes i second that <laughs> Yeah. Third. So I was so proud of myself last night for not getting on Twitter. I, I went out and this rarely happens anymore, but there were visitors in town and we decided that we needed Rakia and then we decided we needed more Rakia and I thought, I'm not going to get on Twitter while I'm drunk since I'm trying to be a professional. So I just WhatsApped these ladies and apparently they're going to use it for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that can be my good thing for the week sort of something good trusting your uh, support system and yeah. that those whatsapp messages will never get out anywhere maybe I hear there are screenshots <laughs> just a few alright I'm passing it on uh, to Jesse. yeah <laughs> we're also joined by Jesse this week yeah I think my good things from the week weeks um have been the screenshots that people or the photos that people have been sharing on our twitter pages twitter pages twitter page of themselves um in football gear voting i love it um and kirsten's whatsapp because that that was just <laughs> that just made the night so much better I I just like to point out that I ended it with saying we just ran into a West Side Story style <laughs> dance off. And that is not what you said. That is one hundred percent not what you said. <laughs> but what did you really say? That's what I planned to say, and no one questioned it. And I woke up this morning and I thought, okay, everyone just accepts that this is what Belgrade is like. But apparently, I kind of, yeah. did not say that. Whoa, wait, wait. Friends, listen. Kirsten meant to write West Side Story. It did not actually come out as West Side Story. I genuinely thought you had started speaking Russian because you were talking about speaking Russian. <laughs> and maybe, do we want to add, like, if anybody wants to, like, donate to the Patreon, we will send them screenshots. It is. Yes. 
so good. <laughs> First five Patreon. Can that be like the number one prize for our uh, political pictures <laughs> yeah this is like this is a really good prize because some of these i don't know if they were autocorrects or hangover corrects <laughs> i was like snorting into my teacup last night yeah okay well we should probably reveal them to somebody or people are just going to get angry about this not knowing what's going on oh ask us on the twitter it's an interactive podcast. It's like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. With Rakia. Yeah. Um, however, we're also joined. Kirsten's just leaving now, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we're also joined by Megan. Megan, what are the good things that happened to you in the last two weeks? Well, number one is the um, messages from last night, of course. Everyone. <laughs> everyone, yeah. That's for everyone. And then my team is winning somehow. So. <laughs> We're winning DFB stuff, we're winning Bundesliga, we're winning Europa League, so... And my mom knew who to root for, thanks to the podcast. Oh, that's hey! right! Hey! <laughs> Except she missed it by a day, and she's like, was I supposed to watch that game yesterday? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah but... That's okay, she's getting there. That, that's all that yeah. yeah, we might need to do Baby another steps. mom update this time. Yeah. yeah. We should have one of our moms on. Your mom, Jesse. She's already yeah. loved. Yeah. You know uh, what? That's on your heads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Sonia, you have I something nice. I have thing of the week. Yeah. Uh, well, Kirsten was singing West Side Story in possibly Russian last night. I was being a professional podcaster and networking. Not really. Toronto had their annual podcast fest last year. Uh, I guess over the weekend it's still going on and I was able to meet Phoebe Judge last night and if you guys don't know who Phoebe Judge is she has an excellent podcast called Criminal and she and Lauren Spore her producer were here and we had quite a chat and we I thanked her for being an inspirational female podcaster because she's somebody I really look up to and then I invited her and Lauren to join us on our podcast today and clearly they're not here <laughs> someday someday so Someday. When we get that so piece. Thank you, Phoebe Judge, for being very nice. Maybe when we get that piece I keep hoping for, which connects true crime and football, then mm, they could join yeah. us. That would be amazing. Actually, last night they talked about a football criminal story, and it's about um, his name escapes me right now. I should know this, but he's like the world's most famous streaker. And so he's streaked at everything from like Champions League and I don't know any World Cups, but he's definitely done the Super Bowl. And yeah, that was just the story that they told, complete with uncensored pictures. So how do you make that your life goal? I mean, that's just like that's a that's yep. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) So quickly moving on, um, as well, you three know, I have been a little bit busy over the last month or so. So this is my first time joining the podcast in a while. So I need you guys to give me an update of all things unusual efforts and what I've missed. Though saying that I have been obviously listening and you guys have done much better without me. Sorry for being the dead weight. But uh, yeah, if anyone wants to give a recap for both me and our listeners, I'd appreciate it. Uh, I think you also want to say that you have been reading, not just listening. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> also reading, yes. Well, I mean, that one was sort of the obvious. Okay. Because you, I would always do that. Okay. Um, so, obviously, as the editor, I can give a little recap, although I do not 
there are no dates when you scroll through the site. So I'm just going to talk about first, Jesse wrote... No, actually, sorry, Jesse, we're skipping you for a second. We are, <laughs> we are once again talking about June. This podcast, this entire podcast is dedicated toward, to June, and we talked about her a lot last week, too. So clearly, June, we love you. And if anyone hasn't written, read The Art of Goalkeeping and the Queerness Within, it's currently top of our site right now. And it's just an absolutely amazing examination of um, <clears throat> some goalkeepers that you're probably very likely very familiar with and some that you might not know as well, many of them in the Bundesliga, and then also relating that back to queerness. And I just can't speak highly enough about it. So absolutely go to UnusualEfforts.com. It's so, so beautifully written. It's so beautifully written. I... You know, I, I love, there's something about June's tweets that I love. And this was just like, I, I loved getting to read more of it. There, it's so, um, her writing style is so fluid and lovely. And, um, you know, it's not a short piece. And I was sad when it was over. That's a great compliment. Yeah. And I didn't do much to this piece at all. So it's all her and it's wonderful. Yeah, I think what I like the most is just you kind of get these little snippets of what June says on Twitter and this really dove into the insights of like the brain and the mind and the whole thing of like just kind of it opened the floodgates if that makes any sense and it was just it, it's a phenomenal read like no words can really describe it. it it's one I know I shouldn't pick favorites but it's one of my favorite pieces <laughs> that we've done so and by we I mean I have nothing to do with it so it was fantastic. Everyone, like, click that link and read it because it's it's beautiful. And you do have something to do with it because I think it also speaks to what Unusual Efforts is and does in that I don't know if there's a – I don't think there's a place or a home for this kind of work anywhere else. Yeah, I wouldn't think so, and that's unfortunate. But I'm glad that we're there to offer that sort of thing. And I'm so glad that she came to us with this piece. So go read it. And then while you're there, also click on Jesse's piece, which is called Why We Politics, and then plus contest in all capital letters. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Jesse, you want to say what you wrote about quickly? Um, yeah, really quick. Um, today is Sunday. Um, the... United States midterm elections are on Tuesday, although in a lot of states, early voting has already started. And um, for a lot of reasons, um, I, I can't remember a more important time for people to vote. And we also have one of the lowest voting turnouts um, in the world. And so you guys have allowed me to do a lot of really special and really exciting and really fun things. But um, you also let me write a piece that was like incidentally about football. <laughs> and this one's really about why it is so fucking important that everybody get out there and vote and um and to sort of uh not incentivize people, um, but applaud More people. Bribing. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Uh, we have a contest. We have some, like, 
fantastic merch that I have managed not to tell people what it is, but you're really going to want it. Um, you can post us all the way that you are voting on the Twitter and win a coffee and cup. And Instagram. And Instagram. Oh, and Sorry. Instagram. I haven't done that. Why haven't I done that? Because I can't win. But you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. I did it anyway. Um, and I, I did it anyway, and I can't so. win nor am I American. So there you exactly. go. And you don't have to be American. If you're participating somewhere else in your political process, you can absolutely send us something showing that you're doing that. Um, so show us how you do democracy and football um, and participate. Because the more you participate, the more you inspire others. And... Um, and I, I honestly, I, I've been super inspired seeing everybody's posts and it's, it's kept me going and it's, it, um, it's really incredible. So thank you guys for letting me write this and thank everybody for, um, participating. Uh, just a quick and question. I just, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I just talked to Kelly today who's designing, she designed our old shirts. She's designing, well, it's going to be more than shirts, but she's designing our new, uh, a special piece that can be put on shirts, coffee cups, shower curtains, whatever. And she hopes to have it done by tomorrow. So hopefully we'll be able to reveal it for Tuesday to encourage people Yay. to get out there and vote and show us how they're voting. Awesome. Uh, I just have a quick question from the non-American side. I know previously we've helped spread the message of tweeting out phone numbers you can call and things like that. If we live in Canada, the UK, Europe, Asia, anywhere that's not the United States, uh, how can we help and how can we spread the message out? Other than just retweeting just as I, I do constantly. <laughs> I mean, feel free to do that. Um, there are a couple of ways, depending, I guess, on your data plan, um, that you can phone bank and text bank. Um, I love text banking because it is really low barrier I guess um, no one has your phone number and you just send out a whole bunch of texts to voters to remind them to vote where the voting where, where their polling place is um, and I will tweet out that information because um, there are a bunch of ways to do it phone banking same thing you make a bunch of phone calls you could uh, postcarding I think it's a little too late by the time this comes out um, but tweet out that information you know go on um, your state's or state, the state of the people that you know. And if you live in, if you're Canadian, then go on any random, um, you know, government website and start tweeting out when the, where the polling locations are and tell your friends, you know, hey, Indiana, here's what's on your ballot. You know, a lot of people, you know, sort of the the senators and the, and the president, but you don't really realize that the attorney general in your state is a hugely important person Um for a lot of different reasons, but um, that is on the ballot, the attorney general in almost all states. So start giving out that information. You know, people need to be educated not only to vote, but why. So do that. Tell people where to go and why. And also people need to know that if, because, you know, for a lot of people don't get out of work, that if they get to the, the um, polling location, and polls close at eight. If they're online, they have the right to stay online even after the polls close. They cannot turn you away if you're on the line. So start like. Do you mean in line? Sorry, in line, not. <laughs> Is it in yeah. line? Yeah. Editor, 
at editor in chief, is it inline or online? Because you should also tell people what the right grammatical thing is. <laughs> well, it's just more that I was just imagining them being like connected to a voting app or something online. There are weird things, I think, because I grew up speaking Spanish also, that I never know if it's like inline, online. At, there's a lot of like ats and ons and ins that I don't know. Yes. We, we should do a whole podcast the about here, that. Which we should. Also make any Propositions sense, are so difficult. These little yeah. idioms. But you should stay in or on or on top of. Just line up. The line. Okay. Here. There you go. Uh, quick question. Because yeah. I know in Canada, you are legally allowed an hour off work. <clears throat> like, work cannot stop you from leaving. Nope. Okay. I okay. love Canada. Canada's mm, great. Canada's okay. We have our own problems. You should take us over. We won't get into this pod, <laughs> but I don't want to um, just sort of cover up the, our, our key past. And well, I mean, we have a rocky past. We also have a pretty rocky present. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. No, we we don't have we don't get time off of work to vote. And we could probably do an entire podcast on that. So we'll just probably best to leave it at that. Yeah. Well, moving on. Later note, let's jump right into this pod. Unless, do we have any other stories? Sorry, I, uh, we want to cover. Oh, should we tell people that they could take over our gram? Yes. yes. And if anybody is listening to this on Monday and is working voter stuff on Tuesday, you absolutely can take over the Instagram for that. We will let you or let people share it for the day. Jesse looks but, so excited. But only if you're allowed to take photos and, you know, document well, it. Yes. So please make, <clears throat> yeah. like, don't vote, like, and then take a selfie of you voting because it will cancel your ballot. Like, just. Well, not oh, everywhere, but count. again, yeah, you've got to check that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have a spinoff podcast where I just learn about American politics. Yeah. <laughs> politics pod. Um, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, if you want to do that, you guys get in touch with Sonia or Kirsten, or not Sonia, because she doesn't have the password, I've since learned. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah, don't, don't, don't touch me, Bethany. She, she has an Instagram okay. password. She has an Instagram password. And you, too, can take over the unusual efforts yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yes, lighter... Lighter Lighter note, note, yeah. So uh, this is a question that we posed Mm -hmm. on the Twitter earlier, and we got quite a bit of response. The only thing is what we did was a little bit different than what we tweeted. So we're going to have a range between three and five, from my understanding. Yes? Yeah. Okay. So the question that we posed was, which three slash five? Hang on. It was actually June's question. Oh, it was June's question. Sorry. Uh. The whole oh, podcast yes. is June. Okay, the so whole. now that yeah. I... Thank you for that. This came out like three weeks ago, and I was so excited that I think I was really sick and I couldn't talk, so I couldn't be on the pod. And I just kept tweeting how, like, I was so sad that I couldn't answer this. So even if you guys didn't, thank you for waiting for me to come back on to actually discuss this question. <laughs> um, but the question is, from June, which three slash five players describe your love for soccer? 
I think it's a little bit personality yes. too. Right? Um, I think it, it was or open is, sort of interpretation yeah. because I took it as an open interpretation, as I do with everything. I took my creative rights to to define my answers. So, um, I think the important thing is just it's not your f- top five p- favorite players. Yes, yes. Uh, it it could be anything of how a player you may dislike, and the reason why you dislike that player kind of encompasses why you also like the game which sounds very confusing no 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 because that's one of my answers so once we get to to of course it is i will explain it in more (laughs) thorough terms okay now can these players be do they have to be currently playing i hope not no okay good all right okay I just wanted to make sure I was within the rules. That's all. Wasn't really. You're within the rules. Yes. Um, Yeah. How about we let Megan go since she kind of is sitting in the dark and looks very quiet. Right. Why are you in the dark? (laughs) Last time Jesse was in the dark. This time Megan's in the dark. It's just a problem. I literally have a light on and I'm in front of the window. I think it's just a weird quirk of my camera being bad. Um. (laughs) So. Mine are all current players, but I picked them for, like, what they represent to me about soccer. Um, my first one was Terrence Boyd, uh, who used to play for RB Leipzig. Um, and one of the things that, well, there are a lot of things that I like about him, but, um, he really, he's been injured a lot and come back from it, um, and he comes back stronger, and I think that just that determination is something that I like to see in soccer and so that was part of the reason um and also social media is amazing (laughs) which is always fun like he literally when snapchat stories were still a big thing he um basically did like a diary of his turtle (laughs) frank was very into that (laughs) and it was the best thing ever frank really wanted to see this yeah (laughs) i mean the turtle is amazing i don't think he ever said its name but because <laughs> I don't remember the turtle's name, but it, it was, was basically probably Terrence. Just like the turtle crawl, <laughs> probably. Uh, my <laughs> brother's children's turtle is named Fifi, so <laughs> don't know. Shout out Fifi. <laughs> oh, it is. So yeah, because you need to learn about Terrence Boyd and his turtles, and now he has a daughter, and so oh, I thought you were going to say now cute. he has a daughter and he um, stops. I don't know, stories. like children. <laughs> <laughs> now he has a daughter and it just kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Uh, it's Instagram now because everything's off Snapchat now. So, um, yeah. So Terrence Boyd is amazing and fun, and his Twitter's pretty awesome except he likes the new york giants and talks about that a lot um (laughs) so you know depending on your personal loyalties there that might be an issue my second player was sammy kadira for slightly the same reason because i'm obsessed with him that's really the answer um (laughs) because he comes back from injury and wins the world cup and is amazing uh, gets the Champions League and the World Cup in the same season after he had that horrible knee injury. Um, and he's kind of, even if he's not officially the captain, he's always kind of like a captain on the field. He's guiding other players and 
you can just tell like when he's on the field that he's in charge and he's awesome and doesn't have any controversies as of yet which that, <laughs> as we can as of yet that is actually a very good thing to point out so yeah <laughs> so it's all fun and then my other one which i may have stolen from multiple people on twitter um is megan rapino because she is amazing and guess what football is political <laughs> it's political the end and so um she represents that she's a great player and an amazing person from everything i know not actually knowing her um and she that's what i want like she's like the ideal for any player for me is like she does works hard on the pitch she does stuff off the pitch like youth initiatives and stuff and she it does not shy away from politics did you go th- go for three? Just three? Okay. Yes, I did. <clears throat> Sorry. Something stuck in my throat. I don't know. I don't know how you can beat the turtle, though. <laughs> it is. I actually still have screenshots of it. Amazing. So I will send that in the WhatsApp. <laughs> Everyone's going to be so jealous of this WhatsApp. I, I think we can make it like a Patreon level. You can join our WhatsApp group. Yeah. <laughs> you can even name it for a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, which jellyfish wants to go next? Yeah. <laughs> Jessie's waving her arms like a creepy one. I just got excited when you said jellyfish cuz that's also the WhatsApp group. People, you're going to really want to get yeah. in on this WhatsApp group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Mine is the combo of weird things. I also only picked sort of three and a half. Um, I know. What so child? My first one. <laughs> my first one is Carlos Valderrama. Um, he is my curly, my my fellow curly haired crazy man. Um, and I, when I first started going to the MLS matches the very beginning when you know Tampa Bay was still mutinying um Carlos Valderrama you know I'm in it I'm I apologize Colombia but it or Venezuela I'm sorry it didn't it didn't really matter really I know I apologize to all of my people in South America because Carlos Valderrama is very talented but it didn't really matter at the beginning of MLS whether or not he was super talented because he was so fun to watch. I mean, we would go to see matches at Giant Stadium, which was enormous, and there were like 300 people there. And 200 of those people were wearing Carlos Valderrama wigs. And there was something so, like, soccer spectacle, South American about it. And he ate it up, and he played... He played to his fans and it was so just wonderful and fun and like old school cosmos about, about Carlos and, and I loved it. And when I was like a, like painfully shy kid watching this, there was something about seeing like this, this crazy pants man with super extra curly hair that kind of made it okay that my own hair was like 
that in a weird way. <laughs> so I love my Carlos. Always will. Um, my second one is Michelle Akers. And um, I think, you know, all of us have touched on how special that um, Women's World Cup team is and was. Michelle Akers, I remember learning about um, her and, and her captaincy and how she has chronic fatigue. And that was stunning and shocking to me and still is the work level that she put in and to know that then she went home and sometimes didn't get out of bed until the very next match. Um, and I think anyone who has a chronic illness or a mental illness to, to sort of, it's inspirational and it's, and it's sad and it sucks and it's wonderful that there's somebody like Michelle Akers who not only lives with it, but, but just is who she is. Um, another curly girl. I love her. Um, and here's my, here's my half. You ready? It's my two and a half. My two and a half are my two Uruguayans. Um, Luis Suarez and Abdulio Varela. Um, both of whom leave every part of themselves on the pitch. And, you know, you could tell that they, I, Kirsten is like biting her hands. Don't do it. Um, I think they, I think you could tell how much it means to them. Literally. Kirsten. (laughs) But I think you you could tell just how much it means to them. And also that it doesn't matter who scores as long as someone does, you know, there's that real sense of like teamwork makes the dream work in preschool parlance. Um, and, and I love that. I love that about, about my guys that, um, that they really are, are relying on each other and like supporting each other and thrilled for each other. And when it doesn't work, they are going to go home and like cry and mourn and beat themselves up until the next one. And those are my three and a half. Two and a half. Four. Well, it's like, well, it's, it's really drama, three, Acres and Suarez slash Varela. You are like, allowed you know. four. Yeah. Are we? Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to be within June's rules, so, you know. Okay. I, I thought June's was five. That's why I said five on Twitter. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to go because I think Sonia probably broke some rules somewhere. So we can save her yep. for last. <laughs> um, I was going to do Pinot too. So I'll just skip through that because she'll also come up later and Megan said all the great reasons. Um, so I'll start with Didier Drogba because I just remember back when I watched Chelsea more often that he was both he was just compelling to me to watch and he never seemed to do anything incredibly stupid, but still managed to make things look wonderful. Um, and then also just what a, what a man he is. Um, he's just somebody who shows that you can take this game and the status it gives you and the money it gives you and pour it into giving back to like giving back to your country helping with public health, 
stuff like that, um, like helping, I think he is involved in a campaign for Ebola. He's started hospitals, gave funding for a stadium. These are all off the top of my head, so I could be getting them wrong. Um, and then all, and now he's got his, um, which is not quite the same, but he's also the player manager or something of the second level Phoenix Rising in the U.S. So I just think he, in addition to being both an incredible player, he also sets an incredible example of what people can do with this game. Um, <clears throat> on the flip side, and I was kind of going with the idea of players both who uh, like represent what football, like your ideal of football, and also players that represent who you are, like your personality. So I picked Stefan Jovetic, who is also the name of my cat. Um, <laughs> but my reason for picking Jovetic is uh, I love to watch him when he plays, but he does not play. Both uh, one... I think partially because he's lazy, but two, he's always getting out. <laughs> he's Montenegrin, and I can say that. Um, I'm allowed to say that, but uh, <laughs> it's a stereotype of their their country peoples. But um, he's always getting injured, and I just have so much sympathy for someone who is always getting hurt and doesn't know, like whether to keep going or to just like let themselves take a break and be that lazy person and recover because that's just what my life has been like for a decade now so um i i think when he can play it's amazing and that kind of gives me a not amazing obviously he's not like one of the best players in the world but it just kind of gives me hope that you know when you have a good day you can still have something there. Sorry, I got distracted by a dog in the frame all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, Sonia picked up Frank there. It's so um, nice. I just needed to and, like, okay. something and like, it's just a nice thing to Aww. listen to. <laughs> um, my next one is Dries Mertens because uh, <laughs> in addiction to... <laughs> Um, yep, your dog is licking the microphone. <laughs> he just wants to participate, guys. <laughs> Does Frank have a list of five favorites? Okay. Um, now I'm off Sorry. my game. Okay, Dries Mertens. He, in addition to scoring a hat trick this weekend, he just loves Naples so much, and it's incredible, and I love Naples. I'm separating the city from the football club he obviously loves the club too but like we were talking about social media uh, earlier and you can see from Jason's Instagram that he adores the city he's involved in like uh, efforts to adopt stray dogs there uh, he doesn't want to leave even though he probably could and he just kind of wears his heart on his sleeve. And I think it's so fun when a player does that. You can see all of their emotions and feelings and that kind of thing. Um, and then my final final one is Adam Lajic, who I love to death, even though he has two LJs in his name. And I cannot say it worth crap. Um, 
<laughs> I think a lot of people are often confused as to why I love Yaich because he's never been on my team and um, he's not like one of the best players and again he's also a lazy one and um, but I think when he plays he's astounding he has great movement um, he can pick out the right pass uh, it's just an attacking midfielder in general is the position that I love but I put Yaich on this list because he's someone who hasn't gotten a ton of attention for what he's done but um, he is a player who stands up for his beliefs but in a really quiet way like back when um, I don't even remember the year probably 2014 before that so yeah, 2012, I think. Um, Serbia national team decided you had to sing the anthem. And he's a Muslim. And Serbia's national team, or national anthem references a very orthodox God. So he refused. He said, I'm not going to sing the anthem. And they said, okay. Mahalovic said, okay, see ya, you're out of here. Um, but he didn't back down. And he still doesn't sing the anthem. He stops and bows his head before getting on the pitch. He bows his head, respective, respect it. I can't even say the word. He respects it, you know, he, respectfully. There we go. <laughs> yes, this is why we have multiple people on this podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, I just like that he's, he's quietly able to go against what people in a country that obviously was torn apart by these sort of differences, he's still able to stand there and say, I want to, even though I'm a minority in this country and even though the region I come from is, has been repressed, um, I will wear the shirt, but I will still say I'm going to stand up for my beliefs and not uh, give in to what is expected of me. So those are mine. So glad you guys made me go last. Um, <laughs> taking a little... Yours are not Zlatan times, times five, no, no, right? No. That was because I misinterpreted okay. another question that we'll get to later. So don't worry, that's coming. Um, I took this, I don't know if this is more literally or more figuratively, and I realize those are two polar opposites. But I've done one of them. I'm just not sure which one. And so the three players uh, that describe your love for soccer, I took three player personalities on the pitch and their style of play. And no, that's yeah. Totally cool. So that's what yeah. I was trying to say before that I hate the way that one of player on my list physically plays, but I like the idea of what he's doing. So. Um, that player, I guess we'll start with him, even though it's not in the order of my script, so I'm going to get myself confused, just warning you. But that player is Chad Barrett. And Chad Barrett, no matter what you think of him as a player, you cannot deny that he plays with heart. And playing with heart, unfortunately for him, means he just chases after the ball. Yes, Kirsten? I, I don't know who Chad Barrett is. <gasps> Uh, I once started an online campaign to get him to go on a date with me. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Google Sonny Monsieur Plus Chad Barrett and you will see horrible Photoshop jobs. <laughs> Google Sonia. <laughs> um, no, it did not work at all. 
He once said that he would wave to me at a game uh, after he left Toronto. He played briefly for TFC, and then I don't think that happened. And I think he may have blocked me on Twitter. I don't actually know if that part's true. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know if that's true. But uh, yeah, trying to get an MLS player to date you when, God, this was literally probably 10 years ago. So, you know. Now you've got Tinder. Tinder works. Sorry? So next time. Now you know in the future, not that you need it, but Tinder. There you go. That's how you can Perfect. do it. Um, so yeah, Chad Barrett just runs like hell. He chases the ball. It's like how you kind of expect a seven-year-old would play. And I just love that. I love the idea that you're just out there giving 100% of everything that you have and just going for it. So well, as a player for your team, it's really fucking annoying. As an answer for this question, it's perfect. <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, kind of in the same vein, I chose Joe Cole, but... Joe Cole circa early Chelsea career when he used to do these incredible just like halfway down the field kicks and like nine times out of ten they wouldn't go in but they just looked spectacular and the replays were just amazing and just to put that much effort to kind of have that much belief in yourself that these goals may go in it was incredible and then the one time it did go in you were just a fucking hero and I love that absolutely love that (laughs) uh oh just as a warning I have five players um, number. Th- she said three before. I know. I've 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 increased my list because you guys made me go last. Uh, number three is Christine Sinclair, just because I think she embodies just the perfect athlete, uh, both on the pitch, her personality, how she handles things, how she conducts herself, how she is both a leader and a player. She has done so much for the women's national team and so much for soccer in Canada. I think if you were to walk down the street and ask any random Canadian to name a Canadian soccer player, nine times out of 10, she would be the number one player that they named, easy. So I think she's just brought so much attention to the game in this country. She's done so much for youth sports and encouraging both you know, little girls and little boys to play the incredible game that she does. And she's just overall just fantastic. Uh, my last two, uh, they're both honorary mentions. I'm going to go with that so I can still stick with the three. So the first one is uh, Filippo Inzaghi, so Pipo Mio, just because, again, it's the playing with the heart. It's just running up there to get it, to you know, keep coaching, to keep being in the game, to just keep doing what he's doing is just absolutely incredible. And that's sort of where I hope most players kind of see themselves at the end of their career, that they just want to continue contributing to soccer. Even though I know that's, you know, not everyone can just get placed with Milan like their first week coaching, but whatever, there's hope for all of us. And my final player is a current TFC player, and it is Chris Mavinga, because I just love his uh, his Twitter stream and just the way he interacts with fans, and he's just loving life here. His If there's one player you want to follow on Insta, it's him. He also, like, is a DJ on the side, according to his Insta stories. I'm not actually sure about that. But he is just, he's incredible and just a great guy, I assume, via his social media and literally nothing else. So that's that's sort of wrapping up, just, like, loving what you're doing and being grateful that you have the opportunity to do it. The end. For me, not for everyone else. So did Frank, did Frank... Did Frank not like your last pick? Because he, like, growled into the microphone right oh, before really? you said it. Oh, really? I didn't even notice. Oh. 
Yes. Yeah, that was a snort. Oh, wandered away. Now he sat with Nick right now, staring, literally staring at a garbage can. So, who knows? But now, now Perfect. we have blue, so we're just trading dolls. Must better behaved. <laughs> Jesse's shaking her head no. Yeah. Um. So since we're on the five players subject, do we want to go to the Twitter replies that yes. we got? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had to narrow it down this time, y'all, because uh, we could not read all of your responses uh, this time around, or we would be podcasting until tomorrow. And so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sonia has a game tonight. Somebody else is going to have to take the first one because uh, I had to close my Chrome and now I got to find it on my phone. But I do want to say that on Twitter, we said, just give us a list of your five and we are going to play, I don't know, like personality test and try to say, this is what we think that the person's personality test is personality is from those players so hopefully between the four of us we know enough about the players that they picked that we can you know who among the four of us has taken like an intro to psych oh i actually i have i have i okay me too okay great so we're gonna see how how well we we each did individually in our intro to psych classes as well Um, Uh, I did poorly, which is why I did not get past the intro bit. And why we still need that football psychologist. Right now, because my computer will crash if I open these links. Okay. I am listening. So somebody, does somebody have it up? I do. Megan, Megan, do you have it up too? Yeah, I have it up. Okay, Megan, you want to take the first one and we'll trade off? Sure. Hold on. Let me figure out. Mine are in reverse order. Um. (laughs) What? Okay, um, we have, the first one I have is Shona Black. Okay. At Shona underscore Black. Um, she has Tyrion Henry, Santi Carzora, the real Ronaldo, Julie Fleeting, and Mohamed Salah. Hmm. I don't know two of those players. I like that that's... We you don't know the real Ronaldo? The real Ronaldo. Oh, which one? Yes. <laughs> that, that one I've, I've heard of before. Oh, hold on. I just opened it up. Okay. We're okay. good. Yes, sorry. Okay. But I don't know who Julie Fleeting is. I apologize. I don't know who Julie Fleeting is either, and I feel bad. I feel bad also. Hold on. I'm looking her up. She currently, she currently plays, plays for Glasgow City. City. Oh. Shona, I love when people teach teach us mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. What yes, position does she play? Yes, it's... Do we know? Do we know what position she plays? Oh, great! My phone's talking uh, to me in Serbia. Striker. <laughs> She's a striker. She. We've got a lot of mm-hmm. power, a lot of leadership in there, mm-hmm. and like, um, kind of elevated leadership too. So it's not just. Leadership as in they lead on the pitch, but they, um, for a lot of people on this list, they are leaders to their country. They're people you look up to or have, Kirsten's making a weird face. It's only because my phone's talking to me in Serbian Cyrillic and it's very confusing. Yeah, so it's it's leadership of people who kind of 
uh, get more importance than just the game put onto them, if that makes sense. Yeah, the one that's like the one of these things is not like the other for me on there is Santi Casorla. Not that I don't love him and think he's like terrific, but personality wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was kind of throwing me off a little bit too. Yeah. I wonder oh. what she's trying to tell us about her. I know. Shona, we're going to need she another. Wants to be mysterious. Yeah. Mysterious. I know. We're going to need an, um, to see you for another another session (laughs) but for now for now we think she's a strong leader with a little bit of mystery to her is that what we're i love it yeah yeah good one all right okay i have sari not sorry whose twitter handle is hanako underscore noriko um and i love that her little her bio no her picture says controlling plants with minds and (laughs) She says, I think we're going to be friends because hers are a hard choice for the fifth slot, but David Beckham, Iker Casillas, Dries Mertens, Kirsten, Sydney LaRue, and Toby Alderweireld. So obviously she's thinking about attractive people with great hair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So she's saying that she ha- is an attractive person with great great hair but that doesn't really give us her personality so much a little bit of a show person a little bit of theatrics maybe look at the look at the slots that these people play in she has a keeper a defender wait i'm going all backwards so wait we've got casitas and goal toby in the back beckham way up front dries up up front Beck Smithfield. Beck, right. Sorry. And Sydney LaRue. This is like, she's got like a team happening. She's got five aside. So I think she's, you know what she has? She's like, um, getting stuff done on her own. Like she is well-rounded. Oh, I have, I may have something for at least three of those people that they're in power relationships and they choose partners that are equally as as successful and driven as them and who can dance as well victoria beckham cannot dance sorry i'm just thinking of jace oh. mertens <laughs> and his wife on dancing with the stars uh, victoria beckham was oh so that's four people then victoria that's beckham eker drace and sydney yeah we don't know who his boo is sorry that's a pretty powerful well, thing. Congratulations, so. Toby. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think the thing is balance and powerful synergy between people. Excellent. Yeah, I can't make the tweets load either, so yeah, you two minor. are gonna have to trade back and forth. Alright, we'll read them and you guys will psychoanalyze them. Yeah. Alright, Megan, you want the next one? We're going from the bottom. Okay. Yes. Okay. At FC Botanical said Andre Iniesta, Megan Rapino, Nadia Nadine, Lillian Turum. Turum? I don't actually. I feel like I should be taking notes. And Nigolo Conte. Wow, Kara, you stumped us. (laughs) That's that's such an interesting mix. I feel like. I know Lillian Turum also like amazing human being. 
Okay, so we have what at least two amazing. To, uh, verify my thoughts before everything. Don't worry. I may have something. I just have to check. You may have. Okay. Uh, I mean, they all play in a certain, like, sort of elegant way, I would say. Say. We have two lead. We have Iniesta, Rapino, and Tehran, who, who definitely are, like, captains and leaders there. Okay. Hmm. Um. Are we being thrown off by Nadia and Nadim? Not that Kanté isn't like amazing. I feel too young though for what I wanted to say. I was gonna say that these are people who have the potential to have their international numbers retired. Though I don't think Inesta <laughs> did have his international <laughs> number retired. They're okay. So, what does it mean if it, somebody has the potential to have their international number retired? That they're just out of this world fabulous, or that they're sort of ready to sort of take on the next part of their career off pitch, and they're all really doing. I don't know about Conde. I have to do some quick googling. Doing equally great things. Yeah, off the like pitch. whether it be like. Um political um what's the word i'm looking for activism activism being a representative even if you don't necessarily want to be that representative but the position kind of falls on you um kind of almost picking up the torch from where somebody else left off mm. being linux yeah, yeah. Is there anything to do with intelligence as well? Because I'll admit, I just Googled Nadia Nadim, and I'd like the world to know this. She speaks nine languages. I feel really guilty that I, I mean, Conte is like ridiculously talented, but I don't know a lot about him as a human being. I feel bad. Yeah, I don't know that much about him as a human being either. Sorry, Kiara. I will, I will do some googling maybe she needs to tweet us to to let us know if there was a theme or if we're just going for what was it you said sonia how was it you summed that it they're up sort of like the next generation of being able to pick up that torch to um make awareness to a larger audience about social issues that are both affecting on the pitch and off the pitch too so more of a a political power if that makes sense. So we'd say she, her, part of her personality definitely is a certain amount of social awareness and willingness to uh, not broadcast it, but live it, I guess. That. Okay. I'm now looking if Conte has you anything know, I... to add to that theory. Nope. Google Chrome not responding. <laughs> you know what, I can... Come on, N'Golo, don't let okay. us down. Um, you know what I can tell right now that we're not going to get to the apocalypse today (laughs) we don't want to get to the apocalypse you know get us through the next couple pods yeah just keep giving us more ideas (laughs) so wait I just googled uh, Conte and the first thing that pops up is Barcelona icon Ness's wish he could have played along Chelsea midfielder so there's my tenuous connection 
Well, I've got Tottenham fan Bermuda, Phoebe 43A, obviously an amazing human being with great taste in football fan football fandoms. And her five are Tobin Heath, Eric Lamella, Ronaldinho, Benjamin Mendy, and Sam Kerr. Which clearly means she has a very open mind on football clubs. It was that four or five? One, two, three, four, five. Five. Heath, Lamella, think... Ronaldinho, Mendy, and Sam Kerr. Okay, I missed Lamella. Uh, wait a sec there. Don't miss Coco. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, is the thing they have in common that they all have nothing? I was just going to make an insulting remark about nicknames, but I won't, because that would be rude. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> oh. I mean, power forwards there. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure that I'm very good at this one. Yeah. I honestly. I haven't said anything for like three minutes. I just think this is like super speedy, super like speedy, fast power and love of the game. Like they just are happy when they play. So somebody with a like upbeat personality who kind of is willing to accept a starring role. I don't want to say like wants to be the center of attention, but more like is willing to take on that role sort of thing. With a little bit of flair. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. All right, Megan, who you got? Also, please respond to us if we are completely off and you're like, what are you talking about? They all have brown hair or something along those lines. (laughs) Just saying. Um... Although that would have been a that would have been a fun game just to have people name five players and be like, what connects these five players? And we'd be all like, we've oh. not considered hair. <laughs> okay, Megan, go. Okay, we have Malin. Uh, she has Gerard Piquet, Mizuto Zil, Juan Mata, Aaron Ramsey, and Sergio Ramos. All right, Aaron Ramsey totally threw me. I have no idea. I think she's an Arsenal fan. Mm. That's my yeah. that's my prediction here. <laughs> um, players that deal with adversity. That's just the first thing that comes to my mind, but it not, might not fit all of them. Players that have done Spotify playlists, because I know I've listened to a few of them on this list. <laughs> Why did you tweet that out? I don't know about that. Now I want to know. Like, I want to listen to Aaron Ram. Do I? I want to know if no. I want to listen no. to their Spotify playlist. We listened to one Mata's uh, over the summer, and it was by accident. We just, like, put on summer playlist search type thing, and somebody clicked it without reading what it was, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> Unusual Efforts needs to tell us what we need. Um... Mm-hmm. I'd go with adversity. I think that's great. Yep. I also okay. just love Nobody Juan... knows if I'm wrong. Well, I just think Juan Mata is like one of the most like understatedly kind and empathetic and and like generous human beings on the pitch. He's great. 
when you when you read about like what he does and how much his teammates adore him and why you realize how much other players could be doing and how much they're doing it for publicity and he's just like he's a good a good little person good little person good little person he's a good little person i like that i like that yeah all right trouble nikki nikki i miss you all right nikki you said trouble not trouble trouble nikki (laughs) nikki nikki's good trouble um balo henrik larson Raja, yeah, yeah, and then she writes Megan in all caps. And Megan, she probably means you. <laughs> it's it's funny that you said uh, she's tr- that it's funny you said you thought she said trouble because the first thing that came to mind when I saw this list was Nikki is a little trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. A little um, rebellious, a little bit mm-hmm. fun-loving, but yeah. definitely a little trouble. Yeah. And even even in her teams that she supports, like, you know, she loves Spain, hates Ramos. Like, she just, she's not going to go with the easy. Unorthodox. Yeah. 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 So, Nikki, you were the easiest to analyze so far. Well done. <laughs> well tell, done. Us, tell us if we're wrong. <laughs> All right, Megan, you're up. Are we ready for Michaela's? Yeah. Yes, although Michaela cheated and told okay. us a little bit. Yeah. Okay, we have Diego Costa, Paul Pogba, Casper Schmeichel, Jess Fishlock, and Becky Sauerbrunn. If she hadn't included Becky Sauerbrunn, I just would have said, like, like not afraid to be a troublemaker. Another troublemaker, huh? Well, Michaela, I think, <laughs> is a little bit of a troublemaker. Not afraid to uh, stand up to authority when authority is wrong, perhaps? Um... You know what? And strong believer in justice. Right? Like, you, like I think these are all people or players who flout the system when they don't think it's right. Yeah. That makes sense. We're getting better at this. Maybe. Perhaps. You think we are. Perhaps. Yeah. Megan, do you want to tell us what she actually said, though? Oh, no. Oh, wait, can I make oh, a guess? I, I haven't actually read what she um. actually said. <laughs> okay, make a guess, make a guess. Players who are known, uh, though I have to admit I don't really know Jess Fishlock or Becky Sauerbrunn, so I apologize if this does not include them, but players who are known kind of for their literal pieces of flair, whether it be jerseys or hairstyles or giant beards, etc. cetera, uh, players that you can draw a caricature of and immediately know who they are. That's actually funny because I was going to put Sauerbrunn on my apocalypse list only because she always has the best, not only, but she has the best um, French braid. And I thought if I'm going to be in the apocalypse, I need to have my hair pulled back. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine Michaela wearing pieces of flair, though. I just can't. 
She has amazing sunglasses. Maybe yeah. that's her style trick. If I had to draw her, the sunglasses would be the first thing because she's blocked me on Facebook for most things. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela is also intelligent. Maybe this list is a bunch of intelligent players. Well, according to Michaela, it is ready to square up when you come for me or my kin, but also perpetually annoyed at others in common. Oh, I like that. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, we got close, I would say. All right, I have Emily Anderson at MC Anderson. Um, Megan, I apologize in advance for my pronunciation, but Mesut Otsil. Jordan Knobs, who I don't know, Michelle Akers, Kevin De Bruyne, and then either Koscielny or Sauerbrunn. Um, all right, you guys Wait, go. I'm, is that second name Jordan someone? Jordan Knobs. N-O-B-B-S. And again, Emily, thank you, because you're going to teach us something as soon as we do the Got Google. It. Are we sure? Because it's not coming up on my Google even. Yeah, Jordan Knobs, female yeah. player. Uh, played for England. Wait, oh, no. Yeah, Hold yeah. your phone back up. I, I don't think I spelled <laughs> it right. Oh, I just I didn't see you. And BBS. Their birthday together. I she thought you said M. Birthday buddy. Well, maybe that's why Emily picked her because she really wanted Aww. to pick you. Let's go with that. Next. No. Well, Wikipedia right there says combative goal-scoring central midfielder. So Wikipedia is trying to help us out here, apparently. Also, her nickname is Knobber. Michelle Akers was pretty fierce. Um, Sauerbrunn, definitely, but... Yeah. De Bruyne? Maybe maybe she has a blushing problem. (laughs) Or like, um, prove a point. Like, was it De Bruyne who um, Mourinho hated, and then he went out and when he was traded, he scored at least one goal against them. Is that De Bruyne? Am I? Did I just make this up? I thought Mo hated everyone. Okay, wait. So we've we've who was the first person? Who was the first person? Otso. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not. Well, he's I'm not relying on Megan for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think. I mean, they can have different traits, and I think like um, Acres, Ozil, and in my opinion, De Bruyne uh, overcome adversity a little bit. I mean, De Bruyne is just his beet red skin, but that can be a little bit. I mean, that can be a thing. I bet he's embarrassed about it sometimes, you know. <clears throat> Um, I don't know. Didn't didn't it say we could choose one or the other? Maybe we can just ignore him. Well, he does get ignored <laughs> sometimes. So it was De Bruyne who scored against Mourinho after Mourinho was a dick to him. So. Okay. All right. You guys. So. A little bit overcoming diversity and a little bit combative. Yeah. 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 Okay. Megan, close us out. Okay. okay. We have Artika's list. Um, Paul Pogba, Daniel Sturridge, Megan Rapino, Ronaldinho, and Sam Kerr. Good list. Yeah. 
players that you're at, that definitely catch your eye, no matter who's like they stand out from the crowd. I would say. I think also they never stop. Like none of those players are going to stop running or stop trying to get the ball, no matter what. Like there's a yeah. persistence and a tenaciousness there. I was also going to say, not necessarily tabloid headlines, but players who have really kind of found themselves in the press as well, and players who sort of have to deal with the celebrity status and being an athlete. So the idea of the sort of dual personality that wasn't necessarily subscribed to them, but they just sort of fell into this place. Yeah, thank you, because I was trying to think of something like that um, and having to deal with that kind of additional mm-hmm. pressure sort of thing. Um, we also are finishing out with Junes, who her Twitter handle is at Mimsicality, but she changed it to after yesterday, I'm assuming, Burnt Leno Propaganda account, which is amazing and also I think speaks to her list of mostly keepers. And because most of them are German, I feel like Megan should take it. <laughs> Megan, you're, you're going to smile. Oh, gosh. Hold on. To open it. She gives us two. She she gives us a list of okay. five is who I'd like to be, but who I actually am, and gives us. Okay, okay so give us, the fi- give us the five that she would like to be first, and then we'll say what she'd like to be. Okay. So, Megan, I'll do the five, and then you'll do who she... Okay. okay. Okay, so the first five who she'd like to be is Lee Wynn, Marco Royce, Manuel Neuer, Mark andre Stegen, and Wojciech Chesney. So it's three keepers, hmm. Marco Royce Aww. and Lee Wynn. So someone who can redefine the game. Hmm. Someone who is a little bit rebellious. Someone who is definitely passionate. And someone who has to phonetically spell out their last name whenever asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and Ter Sagan has to be like that. There's a little T in there. It's not big T. It's a little T. Yeah. Also, there's a hyphen. Also, yes, I'm still the second keeper, even though probably I shouldn't be. So the, her ultimate personality so has a little bit of bitterness in it, is what we're saying. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, she said she's probably more like Carl Jenkinson, Andre Sherla, Julian Draxler, Nuri Shahin, and still Marco Royce. I love that Megan did it, because I was going to pronounce at least two of those wrong. It seems like she might have a little bit of imposter syndrome then. Yeah. Definitely with Nuri Shahin. Like, he's had so many ups and downs. Like, he went to Real Madrid, never played. Injuries. Didn't play for BBB when he came back that much. But now he's at Bremen and he's doing okay. Yeah, but he's at Bremen and he's doing okay. I mean... (laughs) Hey! Well, I think we have to look at two things. I think we have to talk about the three keepers and also Marco Royce. Like, Marco Royce, club captain, on the national team, again, lots of injury, but 
can really play in a lot of different places. Like he's, I'll use Uber, haha, um, <laughs> Uber versatile. Um, when he's playing well, and if you're a keeper, like you've got a lot of a a lot on your shoulders. Like it all really comes down to you. June, we're here for you. Yeah. I feel we we just went a little too deep with June here. Like, we need to all have, like, a group hug with her or something. And this is amazing. And you clearly have our backs because you have given us this, like, really fantastic two weeks worth of questions. I'm like, honestly. Many weeks. We're going to do it again next week. Yeah. We're going to push the apocalypse to next week. Uh mainly because can we can that be the title of the podcast push the apocalypse to next week Perfect. um yeah because now i want to rethink my entire list of players so i'm like oh if you guys had to like guess from my list this is not gonna yeah. go well with my personality wait the apocalypse isn't the personality. no no i list, meant it though. like after hearing everybody else's player list of five i want to redo mine oh okay like right now would you like to tell us right now but also just for the record the apocalypse (laughs) i didn't choose five players because i made a team of what players and i actually made it into a formation that i would want on my apocalypse team um to help me survive so i just took my own creative spin on that because to be honest i didn't read the question in full now I kind of want to do that. I want more yeah. than just Koulibaly. Yeah. I also picked like which okay. team All I right. wanted to be watching when the apocalypse happened, and then I yes, was, yes, that's yes, that's I did that part of it, and then I just made part of it. Match. So you pick the match, and then yes. okay. All right. Well, Twitter My- followers, we will ask you that for next time. But we're gonna cap it at like four people will read. So. Start thinking now. You've got a couple weeks. Get us a good response. And also, to that. my answer was a five aside, or I guess six aside, if you also included me on this team, just to like, you know, make sure it was small. <laughs> Not that everyone has to do that. I'm just explaining when I completely disregarded the original. No, question. I meant you. You don't get to be on the team. I was shaking my head like, no, you're not <laughs> on the, the team. team. No. They're helping me survive. I am the team. Dare to Sonya. <laughs> oh, and that Sonya's personality right there i am the team <laughs> well that goes very well with my pick because i had one person and it was timo Werner because he is always very dramatic and passionate about things and so i thought that he would be a nice person. like he could figure out what to do and then go for it for you <laughs> i'm just not surviving so it's fine <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> Well, fortunately, you have two weeks to come up with players who you think yeah. might help you survive. Yeah. Okay. Are so, we alcoholing? Do we need to really quickly tell our moms, though, what teams they need to be cheering I can guarantee for? you my mom is not listening to this. Sonia, what's Yvonne. your mom's name? Hi, she, Yvonne. Jesse, I'm sorry. Yvonne. So, you welcomed our mom. Yeah, your mom's a- it's in okay fact, because your your daughter doesn't have any teams in European play anyway. Ooh. So <laughs> um, my mom did um, message about the podcast though because I sent a picture of my drink for the end of the podcast, the closing 
I sent it to my family group chats asking my dad to buy it for me. And my mom's response was, and I quote, probably tastes like crap. <laughs> Literally. I don't know if you guys can actually see that, but... It's $70. Look up there. Look up there. No spoilers for the end, but yeah. And then my dad just messaged in another family group chat that leaves out my brother, Eric, and the group chat is called Saint Eric, and he's just tweeting about, or messaging about the Udinese game to a bunch of people who have no idea what the hell's happening, so good stuff. Something, Higuain did something, but I'm I'm moving out the Udinese Milan game, and I'm checking everything after we're done recording, otherwise I would not be listening at all. So you're welcome. Unlike last time you were on the pod when you were just staring at the Yes, and I realized that was probably not the best way to podcast. So, lessons learned. Dare to Sonia. Can I just say, um, when I was driving back from Mississippi to Missouri, I may have streamed Bundesliga games on my phone and the little mount as I was driving. Road safety! <laughs> and I was it's all listening. flat, I though, right? Oh, I it is. It's, it's completely flat. flat. It doesn't and matter. It's all flat, and the high, it's one highway to 55, and then you're done, and the whole way. So I, I was mostly listening until my internet cut out and, and somewhere in Arkansas, and <laughs> so I couldn't watch Leipzig's game, but, or listen to. I, listen to I'd just like to point out that we do not condone uh, driving while watching <laughs> yeah. football Here matches. Efforts, we do not condone distracted driving. If you're listening to this while driving... Feel free to pull over your car right now. Thank that you. was very good. I'm Thank Phoebe you. Judge, yeah. and this is Criminal. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Ow. Ow. I just stabbed myself with a pen. Jesse, who does your mom need to watch this week in midweek action? Honestly, my mom just needs to get out and vote. And vote, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Mommy, Tuesday, you need to vote in New Jersey. Um, and I, I mean, I know she will, but, and then tell everybody else, you know, to vote in New Jersey. That's it. I love you. Um, I'll say this, mom, you need to, um, cheer on Tuesday for Red Star. And also for Napoli. Again, they're not playing each other. Next time we'll have greater difficulties because they will be. We'll talk, we'll go over that next time. But also make sure that if you did not already mail in yours and dad's ballots, that one of you goes to the drop-off space, drop-off box to put them in, and then remember to tell all of your friends and all of your coworkers that they need to get them in those drop-off boxes by, like... 8 p.m. I think is the time and there are maps online you can find them I have faith in you love you Megan um mom we don't have any European games for a while we don't have any until the 29th but um very important addition to that vote for Missouri we have a very important senate race going on and I will drive you the polls so it's okay (laughs) Now I feel like I have to do a message for my mom instead of just reading out her text messages. Um, uh, I will just say, mom, thank you for putting up with your family. Uh-huh. I haven't seen the game yet, but I'm, I'm really sorry of whatever mood 
my dad is in or your husband is in, I suppose, right now, depending on how <laughs> Udinese Milan is doing. So, all right. Well, do we want to end on, a, on an alcoholic Always. note? Always. Yeah. Um, Always. <laughs> um, so I guess because we already uh, hinted at it. Uh, my drink this week is a $70 bottle of wine, and I just want to shout out to both Devin and Angie on Twitter for making me aware of this, because apparently, let me explain something first. In Canada, every province has their own liquor distributor that you can buy liquor from, so like you can't go into a convenience store and just buy alcohol. You can, just of this year, go into some grocery stores and buy a little bit of alcohol but like you still have to go to like a special cashier and things like that so in ontario the main liquor provider or liquor seller is called the lcbo liquor control board ontario and i was just made aware that the lcbo is carrying a tfc wine commemorating their 2017 mls cup win it is a 70 dollars bottle and it is sorry i actually have the tab save it is a i'll just read you the description it's very short Calling all Toronto FC fans, this hand-etched and hand-painted bottle of wine is just for you. You will appreciate this unique collector's item commemorating Toronto FC's first ever MLSN championship win in 2017. This wine is handcrafted, is a handcrafted blend of Cabernet Sauvignon and Borlot, aged 15 month in oak. Makes a perfect gift. Um, so if anyone has bought this wine, please let me know and... Um, tell me how it tastes because I don't actually drink wine unless it's mixed with ginger ale so if I do buy this bottle of wine it will just sit on my shelf in some sort of decorative box so let me know if it's any good also I totally broke the rules because TFC are clearly not playing because they did not make uh playoffs at all so this is not a game for the next two weeks so yeah um okay mine and again I'm not a beer person but um my uh, women's health group is having an election night watch either party or conservation on Tuesday. And we're having it at a brewery called three is brewing, um, in Brooklyn and they are wonderful. Um, and they are releasing a beer that night called people power. Um, and the proceeds of people power go to the ACLU. So, um, I, can't tell you what it tastes like. I don't care what it tastes like. Um, it's probably delicious if you're a beer person, <laughs> but I love that it's called People Power. Um, and I love that the proceeds go to the American Civil Liberties Union, which is doing really vital work. Um, and you can donate to them. And you could also, after Tuesday, buy this um, beer that's called People Power, which is just also really fun to say. And that's my beer. I feel like Jesse should have ended there. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. We'll just copy. And by we, I mean, yeah. man on the post can fix this in post with our <laughs> long list of edits. <laughs> my beer is surprisingly not for one of my teams, but it is um, Citra Ass Down by Against the love Grain it. Brewery. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I just love the name. It's a double IPA. And I was thinking it would be perfect for the Juventus Manchester United game. <laughs> because when I think about it, that's all I can think about, just dealing with the fans and multiple people involved with both teams. That's my favorite thing down. ever. Really perfect. 
Um, mine might actually piggyback on that one because it could also work for that game. Stone's arrogant bastard ale. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, 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 I thought of it because um, when I was watching the election, I was drinking hard stuff because you had to in 2016. Um, but when I was watching the last debate, I had an arrogant bastard ale uh, rattling around in my fridge, fridge so I grabbed it. Um, it's uh, I'm the beer snob here, Sonia a Little, sorry, but... Uh, I am the beer snob, and I'll, I'll say that uh, Stone has was kind of like one of the beers that pushed for the craft brewing movement. So Arrogant Bastard is now kind of looked down a bit upon by beer snobs, but I think it's still really actually a solid, um, I guess it's an American strong, which I'm making air quotes in the air, if subscribe to our patreon you might one day see this video um anyway it's 7.2 percent. it's pretty decent and if you need to get drunk for the midterms or for in my case uh liverpool coming to town to take on zvezda then it should very well do the job well i think that's it for this week as we're pushing the apocalypse to two weeks <laughs> not next week but the apocalypse will happen next week <laughs> <laughs> it's scheduled for next week. Uh, before the apocalypse happens, just another reminder to get out and vote. And when you do vote, take pictures and show them to us. And you will be entered into our merch winning contest multiple times if you are wearing your football colors or somehow bringing football into the political world in that photo. So go. But also make sure you read the rules about taking pictures in well, your voting like, for example, if I were able to join, even though I'm not, um, I was doing some text banking wearing my um, Diego Forlan jersey. That would have counted. Could have taken a picture also, of that. You can get, like, little virtual I voted stickers. So if you want to just take a picture of yourself at a game or in your football colors and put that little virtual I voted sticker on it. And show it to us that way. Totally cool. But only totally if you legal. voted. Right. Yes. <laughs> and though I will say, if for whatever reason you can't vote, for example, if you're not an American citizen or the country that you are currently living in isn't necessarily having a political thing, uh, I feel like we should do something for those people as well. Well, we will absolutely have other contests, but we did yeah. say that if there's any other kind of politicking that you're active in even if you're just going to send us a screenshot of a tweet that you did or tag us in a tweet uh go for it we will enter you at least once into our uh you and you can go to the site and check out jesse's article why we politics has all the rules um and all the levels of what you can be entered to win there so no if you're not an american not voting in this election if there are stupid voting rules preventing you from voting in this election, uh, even talk about that, and we will retweet you, Instagram you, whatever, and enter you into the contest. For sure. So, yeah. that's my final thing. Love it. Um, my final thing is to thank you guys for that, and that we also really like your um, topic recommendations, and clearly use them. 
<laughs> Thanks, June. And if anybody else has any that they want to um, tweet at us, to feel free to do that as well. And if you would like to come guest on the pod and talk about like your five players of the apocalypse or something, let us know. Oh, Tanya, I want to take us out. Oh, well, no, no. Sorry, I'm really excited. When when is our when is our new merch going to be like available? Hopefully as soon as uh, uh, Kelly's been really busy. Um, so she is, I mean, she's setting aside time for us and doing it hopefully pretty much today. And even if she can't, we still love her she's because she's doing this for us. So yeah. um, anytime anybody does something for us of their own free will, we are not going to <laughs> put pressure on them to do it quicker or something. So, as soon as we know when it will be out, then we will let everybody know. Excellent. Thank you. Is Frank waving us goodbye? Oh, yes. But before we do that, uh, to do a quick sign-off, let everybody know where they can contact you, where they can ans- enter our contest, where they can get at us for talk about recommendations or questions, or if they want to come on the pod as a guest, uh, where can they reach everyone at? Well, obviously, at Unusual Efforts and uh, both Twitter and Instagram and also inquiry at unusualefforts.com if you're not a social media person. Or me, Kirsten, at unusualefforts.com. That works, too. Or at my Twitter, Katie Schleywitz. Next. Megan, where can they reach you? (laughs) I am on Twitter at RosenballMegan. Jesse. Jesse. Um, I'm on Twitter at Jesse Loesch. And I am on Twitter at Sonia Missio or hashtag dare to Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> and you also must Google Sonia loves who, 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 um, who obviously it's Don't Sonia Missio it. plus Chad <laughs> Barrett. Someone was not paying attention. That's fine. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Jesse, would you like to? Yeah, sign you guys. Um, we're gonna fix it and post with our amazing men on the post. So go ahead and download and subscribe to Man on the Post. Um, you get all kinds of um, fun and exciting and quirky podcasts through them, and you could do that. Jesse, are you being on it? Are you on it on Friday? Because I'm um, gonna be on it on Friday. On extra ooh, time. okay. Well, now I will. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a little cross promotional thing there everyone yeah like you never her. know who you're going to get which is part of the fun Yeah. Um, and you could do that on iTunes or on that little purple podcasty uh, appy thingy or Sonia where else can you get it Stitcher Stitcher you not pay me for this I don't know why I love this so much <laughs> but I do <laughs> so you know man in the post on any of your favorite podcast things but Sonia really recommends Stitcher so go ahead and <laughs> Stitcher for the win and I guess we'll Here see you um, when the apocalypse happens is that okay yeah Great. see you when the apocalypse happens ciao bye